on episode seven of the Canary Club podcast. A sixth win in a row for the Canaries in pre-season as they travel to the largest, largest town in Cambridgeshire. Aye. Uh, we talk about sports documentaries off the back of All or Nothing Tottenham Hotspur, which was released uh, by Amazon Prime. We have a little chat about Gareth Southgate, some unfortunate incident that's been released in the press today involving Greenwood and Foden, two bright young prospects as well. And we preview the games against Harpenden and Barnet. Finally... A bit of football manager, a bit of Jeff United on football manager. Can't <laughs> wait to get stuck into that. You're in a Jeff United shirt today as well, Marek. I am, mate. I am. Old habits die hard. <laughs> yeah. Good to be back then for episode seven. Yeah, episode seven already. My God, how it flies, doesn't it? Really does. We had another commentary on the weekend available as a podcast. That is the only place you are going to hear it. We did have problems yeah. with that. Well, uh, unfortunately, I mean, I've, I've been on this for the past two days. And unfortunately, uh, with, with the Zeno app and the way that Zeno's set up it's, it makes it very difficult to use mobile data and we don't have a wi-fi hotspot as you blah 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 nobody wants to know that but anyway so um we we have kind of forced into into making a change so we have got another another link which we'll give you later on in the podcast and and also uh, a possibility of actually broadcasting on the hitching youtube channel yeah we are exploring that by the time so harpingen's on thursday uh whether we'll have a solution for that we're not sure but at the moment this game i can tell you will definitely be broadcast live yes uh, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for the link of that whether it's on YouTube hopefully by the time we do the Barnet game that could be on YouTube because that's going to be a really big one yeah it's going to be a whopper in it but the thing about YouTube is that you do need to authorize access to do live streaming that takes 24 hours to go through so depending on on how everybody can rally together and get this done which which uh, I don't see it being a, a problem really I don't see it being an issue and if we are on the YouTube platform then hey ho here we yeah. go we're up there with AFTV aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so St. Neots are the hosts uh, for Hitchintown FC on Saturday. We did the commentary, as I said, which is available as a Canary Club podcast. What impressed you about St. Neots? Because they really did hold Hitchin well and attacked well in the first half. They did. Uh, they had a they had a very solid defence, um, and th- and they had uh, a couple couple of uh, bits going forward as well. Um, they uh, the big uh, the big number nine uh, yeah. Lewis or something. Yeah, his name know. would escape me now, but yes, uh, Leon Lobjoy. Uh, up with him as well both of those two look really good and yeah. I know the right back impressed us as well only recently signed from Sudbury yeah. he had a really good game as well Jay Dillon was quiet because of him and then mm-hmm. side separated by Dillon winning a penalty and Edie there was yeah. that incident with Edie and Brown yeah. a little argument and Edie was, well we were saying on commentary you can't miss this because no. he went there literally just took the ball out of Brown's hands it was a Composed yeah. penalty in the it end. Did, yeah, it was very well taken, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm always a bit sort of nervous when when mm. Hitching come up to take a a penalty kick as it going by last season. But I think we can we can safely um, wash away the last season's traumas and uh, dramas about um, about penalty taking because uh, it seems we've found a couple that can that can find the back of the net from the spot. Edie yeah, scored one last season against Rushton and Diamonds. That was late on. The pressure was piled on him. Yeah. Uh, to score that one but Hitchin maybe could have had more I know he said that a lot of games even the amount of goals he scored but it was uh, only their smallest win of pre-season but six out of six yeah great isn't it it's very fantastic. impressive if you were going to give the pre-season so far a mark out of ten and I'm going to ask Mark Burke this after the Harpinder game as well if we do an interview with yeah. him what mark would you give it? I think I'm, I'd be looking around the seven mark, really, because defensively we've had a few errors. I mean, Dan Webb hasn't quite found his feet, although he is definitely um, 
what's that noise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're even getting, though... Yeah, we're getting a bit somewhere, but I it's know. all right. Technology, wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dan Webb started to find his feet, especially at the St. Neitz game. He played a lot better than he did in the other game. So I would still say that defensively, there's a couple of bits of itching and scratching. Maybe in the middle of the field, um, it, it just needs maybe a fitness thing that I'm sure Berkey's on. But up front, I don't see us having any problems at all. We're going to look forward to the uh, Harpenden and Barnet games later. And we're also going to pick our starting 11s for the coming season because yep. it's an issue that Mark's, Mark Burke is going to have. But... Hopefully we'll get Luke Brown signed up. I've got a squad list down here as well. Yep. Uh, some are just are not confirmed as well. I'm going to be doing the player profiles this season. Uh, and also, you, I know we don't like publicising other podcasts that aren't to do with us, but I was yep. on the uh, non-league show on Free Counties Radio. I'm going to be on there every week doing a little report on, no, on hitching games. So you can listen back to that on the BBC Sounds app. So I will give them some publicity. But Ollie Bayliss, who runs it, Basically, the king of non-league football knows everything yeah. throughout lockdown. Really, his Twitter account, I really recommend following. You know everything about non-league football through him. Yeah. So always pleased to help him out, work alongside him. Uh, so you can listen back to that. Look for the non-league show. It's on Free Counties Radio every Sunday from 2 until 4. HTFC Radio are looking for a sponsor. Does your company or business need the extra bit of publicity to take it to the next level? With two live commentaries every week and a weekly podcast, as well as exclusive interviews and highlights videos of Hitchin FC games, HCFC Radio and the Canary Club podcast is the perfect place to advertise your business. Contact us either by email, on Twitter or Instagram, and this slot could be yours. Yeah. Amazon Prime, Marak. 30-day free trial I got uh, watching a few things on it. But yeah. notably, I think three more episodes have been released today uh, of Tottenham, all or nothing Tottenham Hotspur. I don't know how you can watch that drudge. <laughs> I don't, honestly. The Mourinho <laughs> show. I the mean, Mourinho, there was a debate yeah, about again. it the other day and it, it has turned into the Mourinho show. I noticed it was the when... Potch was there. Yeah. I know he wasn't there for long in the season. Really, barely anything about Potch. Mourinho yeah. comes in and it's all Mourinho. Of course it is. He's um, probably wearing a glittery suit and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Um, so you, I take it you haven't been watching it then? No, uh, no I gave that one a miss. Yeah. I've been watching other interesting things like Coronation Street. <laughs> well, similar sort of soap opera drama. But, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting one. I mean, as an Arsenal fan, there's a bit where a Spurs fan's listing how long it's been since they won every last trophy. Yeah, yeah. So obviously I'm watching there, I'm enjoying it. But, yeah. I mean, it, it, it is interesting because any sort of look in the world of modern football, the dressing room or the training ground, is so it's so interesting. You, mm. And I feel like, a lot of the time it's hidden away from us and you yeah. just see that even looking at the dressing room I mean one thing that struck me is how many coaches they have if you uh, look at Hitchin yeah. you'll have Mark Burke Adam Parker the manager and assistant yeah. Brett Donnelly assistant a couple of fitness coaches a physio um, but honestly Tottenham incredible and in any league really now sort of above League 2 League 1 so many different roles yeah I know so they need a separate coach for the coaches yeah. don't they? so uh, yeah I guess that's just the modern game you know I mean I've, I can take you back to when you had you had one yeah one coach do you know what I mean and he did everything um, but uh, yeah I guess that you know the modern game now is as as demands that that they, they need people of specialities in different um, in different fields it's an interesting one as well because you always seem to think when you watch it are the players acting up for the camera how much do they notice that the camera's there are they yeah. controlling themselves but 
Do you think maybe because there's the amount of media presence around footballers, the amount of the times they are filmed and they're on social media, do you think it will bother them or do you think they will really take notice of when the Amazon cameras are in the room? I think I think some of them are going to rise to it. You know, I mm. mean, if if we sort of use an acronym of music and live bands, I mean, you get some guys that are just natural performers yeah. and they'll be up there and they'll be doing it, taking their shirt off for the girls and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. And you'll find the other guys, um, a bit like myself, humble and sort of sits at the back with a yeah. drummer yeah. And, and doesn't take too much notice of it. So uh, I think it's going to be like a bit of both, really. I mean, it's just another feature of modern sport as well. We saw the Sunderland one, but I mean, it's gone back to the 1990s. There was one on Leighton Orient, which featured an explosive half-time interview, a uh, half-time uh, team talk with their manager. So mm. I've been going around for a while, but I mean, in your youth team management days, do you think you'd change if there was a camera team around you? Um, <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't, but yeah. I, can, I can name quite a few of my players <laughs> that, would, uh, that would definitely love to be uh, showing off for the camera. So I, I, would say, um, I would say that would follow through for the professional game as well, although they are supposed to be uh, professional yeah. uh, about it. Um, you know, you are going to find the odd person. Like, I mean, look at look at look at Genduzi. I mean, he's a he's a typical example at our at our club. You know, of, of somebody that just shows off and, and wants to do stuff in because the cameras are on him. He thinks he can act a certain way and things like that. And it, I think it personally get it will get you kicked out of the club like it's happened to him. Well, it, it does come across definitely things like that. And I was watching the one about the Australian cricket team, which I would recommend even if you're not much of a cricket fan. I've been watching it with my mum who's never watched cricket before. She loves it. Right. So you do really, the story comes across and the passion. And also getting to know each player as well, sort of their personalities, what they're like off the screen when they go home to their family and everything. Okay, yeah, and I mean, as English cricket fans, we t we're brought up not to like the Australians. And some of them you think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy still don't like him. But it just does, I think there is an important thing with the heat because we just judge footballers yeah. and cricket players or anything by their on-field performances. Yeah. We really do. We look at them and think this is how they're going to behave at home if they're having a go at the referee. But stuff like this, it does it does change your opinion. And I think a human side is important when you know as a football fan just to just to get that across. I mean, obviously, there's so much only so much you can see if they are acting up for the camera. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well that's 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 very interesting to see that their private life and how mm. and how they sort of act and uh, and I guess it's very different. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect Genduzi to go home to his wife and say, "Yeah, listen, I earn more money than you." So <laughs> do one you know what I mean um, <laughs> so I would expect him to be a little mm. bit more humble um, than that at <laughs> home you know yeah, I mean it's an interesting one we could spend all day about Arsenal and their midfield problems especially but I mean that it all coincides with technological innovations in sport as well. I was watching some of the Caribbean Cricket League the other night and they had a player mic on one of the captains. So obviously okay. he's talking to the commentators, which would be great. Yeah. I mean, imagine if we could talk to Charlie Horlock mid-game. Yeah. I oh. mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's just about to volley it. Yeah. Go, yeah, Charlie, go to your left, go to your left. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, I mean, as a goalkeeper yourself, you'd yeah, be really, yeah. you, you would enjoy that, but... Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. one. Do you think? Do you think you'd mind if you were playing? And yes, I would. Mind. Yeah, yeah, I would. It would. It would annoy the hell out of me if I had a mic and a headset on. It would. I couldn't concentrate on my games. <laughs> you know, and I need that. I need that 
alone time when I was playing anyway I would last I didn't even like my coach shouting and screaming at me to do this and do that and the other so I, I was more sort of look I'm in the situation yeah. here I'm watching the striker before he takes the shot where he looks and stuff like that and I'll judge it you can't judge it from over there with my experience in youth team football as well it seems the goalie's parents always seems to stand behind the goal I and I couldn't think of anything worse because no, you just want to concentrate you're not actually uh, just in my last year of management um, there was uh, a law brought in where they're not allowed to stand mm. behind the goals and um, and I thought that was a great idea but they, st they still yeah, do they it. still are they still and do I, and yeah. I still go over there and I used to still still say to them um, you've got a phone call I've got a phone call coming on we'll be back with you in two minutes this is the Canary Club podcast make sure to download the Zeno radio app so you never miss a commentary or don't <laughs> yeah, don't anymore. We'll change that jingle around, actually. Uh, England, Iceland. Uh, words that send shivers down spines of yeah. many people uh, in this country. The two sides met again in the Nations League. England with a late penalty in a 1-0 win. Iceland also missed one even later in even the game. Uh, and there's actually talk. There's actually people who are so bored of the way we played in one ninety minutes <laughs> that they think again. Southgate should be sacked. Well, I, don't know, I think it's a bit harsh yeah, asking for South. We haven't head. played an international no. game in about six months. Yeah, you, I'm not sure how much you can expect from him. Yeah. yeah, Iceland also haven't played an international game in six months, so they just need to go out there, defend, stay organised. England are expected to play this fancy football now. Some of the attacking players we've had. Yeah. And look, there are problems with the squad selection. Kieran Trippier started at left back. Yeah. Now, that doesn't make sense to me. There wasn't actually a left-back picked in the squad. And now, as Arsenal fans, we know one who's pretty good and yeah. is English. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, they, they, you know, I, he didn't even get a, an email, did no. he? Which is strange. Chilwell you know? as well. Uh, I think he might be carrying out. an injury. And then okay. Danny Rose, even, if you stoop that low as well, well was available. But... Yeah. Um, but I can't, uh, to be honest, the way Southgate's dealt with the media, I mean, if you look at the history of the media's relationship with the England manager, yeah, look harsh. how different it is now with Southgate. And it's now social media are getting on his back. Yep. And I almost couldn't believe it because, look, uh, people are saying, oh, this sort of football you're playing at the 2018 World Cup. Well, in a tournament, yeah. for me, you don't have to be playing fancy football. If no, you can you get there, get the you results. get to the semi-final, which we did, yeah. ran out of steam on the night, on another day would have won that. But it's about the results. Surely in tournaments, it's Absolutely. just about the results. Yeah, it is, it is about the results. And um, I, I, don't think, I don't think you can jump on... Um on his back too much you mm. know um, I thought Harry Kane was poor to be fair and I thought Walker was you know I yeah mean, that's the, yeah I mean know, he's always going to do something like that he's capable isn't with Wan-Bissaka and Alexander-Arnold who can play right back as we know very yeah. capable is there any hint of a future for Carl Walker in this England squad? No, get him out. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, not, not just because he's ex-Spurs and now he's Man City, which don't actually make it any better. Mm. I just don't like the man's... Uh, he's, he's just at that little bit too clumsy and he's he's always a red card waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, not not good enough there. And Kane's interesting because actually he was very, very unfortunate not to have a first half goal allowed. Yeah. I'm not quite sure that was disallowed. He was clearly onside. The only thing I yeah. may have thought that, that went through the lines of his head was that it flicked off a player who was in an offside position before it went through to Kane. Yeah. Uh, there was a hint of that, but it looked like it, looked like it didn't go through. But honestly, I think I just woke up on Sunday morning. I couldn't quite believe there were, tw you know, Twitter and Instagram talking about Southgate not being enough, and you know, I, I get there's a lot of creative players, but it's international football. Yeah, it's, it's a lot slower. 
Yeah. I mean, watch it. I was watching Spain Germany the other night, and you're seeing some of the creative talent in there, and it's just a slow game, isn't it? Yeah, it would have been a bit more pacey, wouldn't it? Spain yeah. Against Germany. Um, also, I mean, with with respect to Iceland, I mean, we're playing you know fishermen and carpenters with respect you know i know they're not all like that and they didn't even have all their top dogs yeah I don't know if you can say that no guilty you know, sigurdsson no yeah you know so they've got players missing and we've still struggled do you know yeah. what i mean i mean god god forbid if they found a penalty if they if we lent them edie for um, called <laughs> edison yeah and, and got him up there to take the penalty it would have been one all and they would have been screaming for his head how harsh can we be on southgate though if he hasn't played for that long he hasn't had much time to train with his players because of the coronavirus yeah, I mean it's a it's a worldwide thing, isn't yeah. it? So I mean everybody's underneath. It's like that, you know. All oh, the pitch is bobbly, and we're both playing on the same pitch. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. both all the countries and all the world are playing under the same restrictions and under the same. And as, as an Iceland as an Iceland player, you can't train against English players every day. So yeah, yeah. as you say, we are they are in the same situation now. Uh, two players who may well not be playing for England uh, for a while. <laughs> I wonder who. Uh, they could just be. as I was planning <laughs> this podcast, I got home from school this afternoon. Uh, and it came up that uh, there, there was going to be a press conference about Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood. Now, if I say there's yeah. two players, what comes to mind immediately? Uh, stupid. <laughs> because, well, you, you spoke, behave yourself. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're great young talents. Yeah. Um, you know, with respect, I don't want to. I don't want to use in, inappropriate words. But yes. if you if you want a girlfriend for the evening, there's other ways of doing it. You know what I not mean? Now. <laughs> I mean? Not now. I mean, even with wait. no coronavirus, if yeah. you're in a hotel, you're making your England debuts yeah. against Iceland. Um, you still shouldn't be doing that. You Absolutely know. not. Play on your Xbox all night. Oh, the yep. manager won't have a problem. But <laughs> with but even now with the virus, they're supposed to be in there for. A, I think if you travel to Iceland now, it's a five day quarantine period. Okay. So there's a bubble that's effectively created in the hotel. Now they've invited girls in, and this is all I know so far. I'm not making any of this up or exaggerating. And actually, I'll read the quote that Gareth Southgate said here. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, this morning, uh, so the morning of the 7th of September, if you are listening back to this, it was brought to my attention that two of the boys have broken the COVID-19 guidelines in terms of our secure bubble. Mm. So we had to decide very quickly that they couldn't have any interaction with the rest of the team and wouldn't be able to train. Given the procedures we have to follow now, they will have to travel back to England separately. So they are yeah. unable to play in the next game against Denmark, a tougher challenge than Iceland, as we'll go and talk about in a minute. Yeah, uh, nothing has happened in the areas we occupy in the hotel. We are still getting to the depths of all the information because this was only brought to uh, Southgate's attention a couple of hours before training, so he's still getting to it to the detail. Um, the whole squad have really done well in following the guidelines. Yep. Uh, and then he's just finalised saying, I'm not going into any more details until I'm aware of everything. So not able to travel to Denmark, may well have to self-isolate in England for 14 days or stay yeah. in Iceland. Should they face further sanctions, though? Um, uh, again, I mean, how do you how do you do it? I mean, is it they're great talents, both mm. of them. Do you know what I mean? And, and I think the England squad would would be uh, would be better with them in it. Oh, certainly. You yeah. know, but uh, if 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 they've just got, I mean, they, I know they're young men. They've got testosterone going crazy in their body. And also, I suppose with the coronavirus, it puts extra pressure on the shoulders. But yeah. I mean. The England cricket team, majority of them have stayed in a biosecure bubble for about three months now, playing cricket, barely seen family going out of that. Yeah. I mean, there was one breach where someone drove to Brighton to visit family, and then they had to go through an isolation period as well. Okay. Um, but these people 
Um, I've stayed there for so long, not complained, <laughs> missed their family. Greenwood and Foden have had a summer holiday. Yep. They've gone out to Iceland. They have probably stayed in a hotel room for one or two nights. Yep. And they've done that. Yep. I mean, but I mean, it's hard because in this situation, if it was maybe Eric Dyer without picking names, then Southgate yep. might just say, look, you're not playing for a while. Yep. But because it's Greenwood and Foden, obviously, does that make the situation different it in terms of what do, punishment they're going to make, they're going to receive? It shouldn't do, really, um, to be fair, should it? And I mean, um, again, I don't want to sound like an old git, but you've got young, you've got young guys there that are very talented. They're on... A, a large amount of money um, they're in the limelight and and it seems that it's just a little bit of it's just gone to their head just a little bit you know and mm. um, it's it's, dis it's disappointing and uh, to be fair um, yes I do think that they should uh, incur yeah more punishment uh, but it's you know what could bloody hell we need them you know what I mean Is yeah. it, we need their well, talent I mean we can't miss that. them against Denmark and then we don't have any games for a while obviously and I mean yeah. whether they're individual clubs will I mean, they may have to. The Premier League starts on Saturday. Yeah, man. If they have to isolate, could potentially be five to any time between sort of five and 14 days. Yep. May well miss their games. Now, if you look at how important Green has been for United, Foden's going to step into Silver Shoes of City. That's and they're out of the first two games. Yeah, so if you've, if you've got them in your fantasy, Premier League fantasy football <laughs> yeah. team, you better pull them out. Well, that's an interesting one there. We'll wait to see what's happened. As I say, news only just breaking really yeah. this afternoon. You're listening to the Canary Club podcast, available on all podcast platforms. So, Harpenden and Barnet, Thursday and Saturday, 7.30 and 3 o'clock we'll kickoffs. We will be there. Just keep an eye on our social medias for where you're going to be hearing this game. We're not quite sure uh, at the moment. Before we talk about the games themselves, we'll have plenty of time to preview them over the next few days. We're going to pick our own Hitchin teams. We talked about fantasy football. Okay, yeah. And I think I'll uh, we'll go through position at a time and maybe right, we'll, both, we'll both agree on our own one. I mean, goalkeeper, there's only really one man, isn't there? There is only really one man at the moment, so I think Charlie Orlock gets that number one shirt. Yeah, so you give Charlie Hall at the number one. Josh Mollison may well see himself out on loading again. Yeah. Um, left back, Lane Edy, obviously, if you play him there, it allows Dylan to play further forward. Or would you would you move Wolster there? And no, I wouldn't move yeah. Wolster there. I think Wolster, Wolster's been uh, a little gem at centre-half, to be honest with you. So uh, I would agree with Lane Edy. Yeah, uh, down the left. Because I mean, you like him, hard work. Yeah, he's hard yeah. working, and he gets back, and he gets forward, and uh, you know, he he he's, he he takes. He's got that split second sort of, but he gets the right decision. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's Always just, finds it's himself yeah. in space, Always. and I mean, as you do if you play on the flank. Yeah, but he picks his pass well. He Maybe does. the crossing something that could be improved. I think, but uh -huh. when you've got Dylan in front of you, yeah, I'm not sure Dylan, him, he'll he'll he's got the crossing, <laughs> or he'll he take is. you in into the box. So centre back pairing. Um, I know we've talked about Webb and we've talked yeah. about Wolster, but yeah. you surely you go with them. They are absolutely, yeah. I mean, captain and captain, captain Dan. I know, like I say, I know he's he, he hasn't found his webbed feet yet, <laughs> but uh, he will find his he will find his feet. I mean, the man's a huge talent, and yeah. uh, you know, Hitchin is a Hitchin legend already. So you can't you can't go leaving him out. And uh, and mm. I think uh, Ben Wolster has done enough to prove to me that he can he can play the role as well. Kai Teal, uh, the seventeen-year-old, has been signed on a two-year deal. That's good uh, at top field. So a youngster doing well come up right. through the academy yeah. does he get in right back in uh, in favour of, of Jack Green no not Surely for me not. Don't. Yeah. not for me he don't good yeah, squad player can play midfield can play centre forward that's, as well that's right that's why he's better coming off the bench you know and, and with all due respect to the man do you know what I mean he won't be a bench player for always yeah. but at the moment um, I think coming off the bench would, would aid Hitch in mm. town 
wonderfully. And then the midfield tier, that's the hardest midfield one. Midfield tier is the hard one. Um, <laughs> I'll give you the names. I know, I know we've talked about this in commentaries before, but we can finalise it before sort of these Harpenden and the Barnet games. Because yep. I think against Barnet, we'll see the best starting 11. We that's the so, test. Yeah. That's the final test yeah. before we play all the church first game of the season. Um, so I'll give you some names. Max Ryan... Uh, Laurie Marsh, who's also a centre-back option. Yeah. Josh Coldicott-Stevens, Lewis Barker, and <laughs> Ryan Smith. Yeah, it was, it was, what, a, what a headache to have, eh? I mean, it's, it's not like a headache game where the I hell mean, am I going to find some midfielders <laughs> from? It's which ones am I going to choose? We can try and nail it down. I mean, Max Ryan, obviously good coming off the bench. Yeah, good I squad player, like Teal, yeah. can play right back, right yeah. side of the midfield, Absolutely. even defence. Good so utility Then you're left with Cody, got Stevens, Barker, Ryan Smith, <laughs> Laurie Marsh. Well, Laurie Marsh gets in for me. He's the first one in the midfield uh, for me personally. Uh, and, I, and I'd pair him up with Barker, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of relationship them two can build, but if, mm. if not, then we're going to be looking at Coldy Cut Stevens would be my next choice. I mean, there are going to be injuries. There are going to be players who can't make it. There's a lot of games this season. Yeah. Uh, hopefully an FA Cup run as well, but... Uh, players saying like that, sorry, Smith, Smith had a blinder yeah. the other day, didn't he? I mean, he's just put himself right out in there. Yeah, I mean, it's it is going to be really tough for picking, but even if you just rotate them. Yeah, great. I mean, I know you like partnerships in the spine and the midfield, but you have to keep everyone happy as well. I know yeah. there's that there's the balance between that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then if we're looking at a 4-2-3-1, which I think suits Hitchin best, yeah. um, the three in behind. So if you want an attacking midfielder, would you have... I mean, Marsh and De Silva, two quality attacking players. Yeah. Which one of those plays on the right wing and which one of those plays in the number 10 role? Well, <laughs> my number 10's already in cast in iron, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, if we sign him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Luke Brown. Luke, did Brown. I not Luke Brown's my yeah. number. He's, he's, he's got that shirt. So, Brown, it. Dylan yeah. on the left. That's where... Um, um, Dylan gives you something. He gives you a more... Um, I mean, I would like to say he'll offer you something more defensively. Mm. Um, so if we're looking to sort of kind of play a, 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 a role where we're going to be concentrating mainly on defence and hitting them on the break, I think Dylan's your man down the yeah. left-hand side. If not, you've, you've, you've got to go with De Silva. So De Silva, so we got Dylan, Brown, but no Marsh. No Marsh on Alex the right. Marsh, Malik Marsh on the right. Absolutely. So Dylan, Brown, Marsh. So De Silva leaving Dylan... Uh, well, I think if if person, I mean, I know we we get on well with Jay Dillon, but I think I might be more tempted to start De Silva yeah. ahead of Dylan. Yeah, it depends if we S go in a good squad battles. There, I know right. Mark Burke, if he's listening to this, will just be so happy to hear this. But yep. striker um, Callum Stead also is from Welling. Not sure quite yeah. what position he'll like to occupy. Snee and Cooley. If you're yep. going to pick one, no matter the opposition, yep. who are you picking? Uh, oh, everybody fit. Everyone fits. So Snee and Cooley, who are you picking? Cooley. Cooley. Yeah. Just experience or yeah, as just, well? Just, just experience and his ability to hold the ball up. With, with, with Snee, you've got a guy that's, that when you get the ball to him, he's going to let rip. Yeah. Um, whereas with Col with uh, Cooley, you've got a guy that can hold a ball up um, and, and play other players in. Now, we've got if we're playing those three forward players, like... Yeah. Brownie, Marsh, and, yeah. And I mean, De laying Silva. it off to finishes like yeah, that—they can all finish. Can't and they? I think Snee can offer that as well. But he's a player yeah. who likes to be bearing down on goal, getting in behind yes. as well. But in the creativity of Brownie, we know he can pick a pass, and also the midfield. Uh, there, there are players who can pick passes throughout the midfield. Yeah, there is. So I mean, either of them can work, and you know, this whole squad could change through the season as well. Yeah. HTFC Radio are looking for a sponsor. 
Does your company or business need the extra bit of publicity to take it to the next level? With two live commentaries every week and a weekly podcast, as well as exclusive interviews and highlights videos of Hitchin Town SC games, HCFC Radio and the Canary Club podcast is the perfect place to advertise your business. Contact us either by email, on Twitter or Instagram, and this slot could be yours. Now you say uh, contact us, what are the contact details there, Freddie? Uh, so, I mean, if you really want to get uh, know the email, I prefer probably if you message me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at Freddie underscore Cardi. The Twitter is at Cardi Freddie. Uh, so feel free to find me on there. Uh, Marak? Yes. Uh, would f- I mean, you might want to be contacted as well. Yeah, you can contact me direct on email uh, through uh, alionic at hotmail.com. Yep. That's A-L-I-O-N-I-C at hotmail.com. That's H-O-T-M-A-I-L yep. rather than hotmail, yeah. uh, <laughs> which we won't go into. We're going to be pairing, uh, sorting sponsors on Anchor FM as well, yes. uh, so that will pair us up with some, but that's just taking a bit of time to get through. We've got a lot to do. Yes, uh, but have. one thing that you like to do in your downtime, a bit of football manager. I do, actually. I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassingly enough, I've been playing football manager since the 80s. Yeah. And I mean, uh, we, we've got Barnet on Saturday. I always think of them as a football manager kind of club. Yeah, yeah. sort of think, can you take Barnet to the Champions League final when yeah. it's a local club for people around here? Can you can yeah. you do do the wonders with Barnet? And, and that's always been a sort of football manager club and one of them in the na- you know in the National League. But you've taken up Jeff United and listeners to the podcast will know about your affections for them. But yeah. how's it going? Well, the, uh, first of all, I should say that, that football manager, when they had the split, it used to be called championship manager. And then they had an argument. The, the, the guys that did the video fell out with the guys that did the coding. Uh, one got the name and one got the, the programming. Uh, and the, the one that got the programming had to change the name. Obviously, it became football manager. And they dropped the Japanese leagues. Ah. And I was like horrified and, <laughs> and like, oh, my God. But, uh, of course, there's some very dedicated people out on the uh, intraweb there with not much better to do so they've, yeah. they've put together the Japanese so I've had to I've had to install it as a as a separate thing but uh, but yeah I I've taken on uh, I've taken on Jeff United cuz uh, I want to get them out of the J2 which I did on the first season so uh, we got we got promoted and then the uh, the board have said to me to keep keep us afloat which yeah. we just managed to do and now we're into the third season and uh, I'm I'm actually we uh, we had a few quid because I sold a few players I suppose our equivalent to Meza Urzel on high wages oh, and yeah. stuff like that and I just I just threw them out I just like you ain't doing nothing you know a couple of Brazilians ruthless. that are in there Ru- yeah, as we've seen with your chip reviews as Absolutely. well my chip reviews will be ruthless yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that um, so yeah, um, get rid of all them high earners like Arteta's doing at Arsenal. You get rid of them because they're they're, they're no good at all. And then I've called, pulled in some some youth players and mixed them up with some uh, some decent Japanese players that are coming through. And we're we're currently sitting uh, second in the league. Second? How, how do you how do you go tactically as well? Tactics, ah, tactically, uh, I, I play the old Christmas tree formation. I so saw your eyes light up when I see that question. <laughs> you really wanted to say about this. Yeah, no, I, d- I just, I, li- I like I like having a, a, a few people in the midfield. And I think um, that uh, having five in the midfield is is pretty crucial, yeah. really, you know, as, 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 that, that have got their own. So... I like to have the, the the front three attacking, yeah. you know, and then I'll keep the, uh, including the striker, and then the other three, I will keep them on sort of a, 
you know, help and supply sort of uh, details. And I like my wing backs going yeah. forward as well. And it's it's certainly working in the game. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Jeff United on Football Manager. Please make sure to keep an eye all across our social medias as we've just given them out about where we will be commentating on. Yeah. Uh, so it's not going to be the Zeno app. Uh, so it's not going to be that side of HDFC Radio. Yeah. May well be on YouTube. Certainly for Saturday, we hope to have it on YouTube. Yeah. And we have got a backup plan as well. So just keep abreast of us socials for that yeah here comes the outro music another good podcast oh uh, yeah wonderful no it's uh it's always good uh working with you freddie and uh we'll catch you later so harping in against hitchin we'll be there and then barnet can't the wait bigger. for that one 600 people allowed there as well see you later take care guys